Goodness gracious, welcome oh. to the Candid Athletic Training Training. Podcast. Are we doing the all, every other word thing? Candid. Athletic Training Podcast. I'm Chad. And you're Kevin. What if we did the whole show that way? <laughs> I think I accidentally turned off the music instead of like turning it just down. Oh, that's okay. You just quick, just like quick just abrupt. Have it, have it in the background because you love it so much. There it is. Thank you. Yeah, I know you do. It's a two-minute song, though. We might lose some folks waiting for the end of it to have that shut off. Um, this is the Canada Athletic Training Podcast. Welcome. Yeah, welcome. It's Wednesday. What day it is? You used to always say the day. What day is it? Well, it's the 11th. We're recording on January. the 11th of January. January 11th. Um, you might listen to this later. Yeah, how's your day going? Um, you know, it's been a pretty busy week. Yeah. Agreed. My brain is fried. I am too, but I'm actually really excited for tonight's show. You, you I have a why. different level of like energy tonight. It's crazy. Top five is back. Top Maybe that's what it is. Back. Maybe we just have to bring back top five. I, I do miss top five. Well, it's back. You don't have to miss it for it's much big. longer. It's big. Oh, you know what? I need to hydrate. Hydration. Hydrations. Um, all right. Well, Kev, did you send out the link to anybody? Yeah. I did. Are we gonna have some? I hope so. I hope some, I sent some send. peeps. Oh, we have some peeps. Thanks to all our live streamers and our members. Thanks to you for listening to this podcast. Kevin and I were just right before the show. We were talking. It's January, which means March is coming up. Oh my goodness! Which means one thing: it's National Athletic Training Month, and it's Fat Bracket. The Fat bracket, y'all. I know. I'm so excited. Um, Round four. This will be the fourth fat bracket we've done. That's wild. Remember when we first, like, we were like, you know what we should do? It was so we much do fun. do a fat bracket. It was like, oh my God. We just changed the world. Do you, yeah, it, each year it gets a little bit better, I think. Although, I will say, there's going to always be a special place in your heart for the first one. <laughs> the... The like hour long YouTube videos, yeah. like going over each quadrant of the bracket. Maybe we'll just have to do something losers. like similar like that. Maybe not Set, quite as long. Setting but. up your table and in the the bracket behind us in your kitchen. Man. It was so much fun. One of these days we're gonna have to do a podcast out of your kitchen. Just because. Just because. Nah. <laughs> this is so much better here. It's so much more fun. It's just us. We don't have to worry about the original studio. I know. It's been so... When was the last time? It's been like almost two years. So... It has... Oh, wait. It has been two years, hasn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, I believe so. I think it was January of 2020? Incredible. No. That we started doing it at the other place? All of 21 and all of 22. So yeah. 20, 2021. Yeah. That was cool. That's wild. That's fun. So we got a, a really fun show. 
Oh, you know what? Let's do this. Let's let's get this out of the way first. Do something. Before we have the fun, let's talk about the emotional roller coaster that athletic trainers have been on, mm. especially on social media. Mm. Starting with obviously the fantastic thing that happened in the NFL. I mean, okay, so we had the the whole world looking at the profession. Yeah. After someone saved a life. And then what happens? The very next primetime game, the following week, <laughs> we get the opposite. The exact opposite. We got a player from our beloved, our beloved, well, I'll just say it. It's our team. It's our hometown team. Go shoved, back shoved an athletic trainer. Shoves and I, the and as it happened, I didn't think about anything other than, Uh-oh. well, I better watch social, social media for the next hour. <laughs> I mean, and it didn't. Really disappoint. Oh, it disappointed a little. I mean, it was a pretty. I thought. I, I I thought the reaction would be much more significant. Yeah. I I would love to know like the the actual details of what was going on there. Like, I mean, I think there was a. Hey man, get your hands off me, and then shove. Like that's just like a natural reaction for. You're in the you're in the heat of battle, and then they do it. Yeah. Um, but then the other guy, like there was an, another player. I don't that walked through. That was like that, like stepped over to the athletic trainer, chested him. Like you were, like wait a second. Like so, two players were like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna take out the guy in the jacket that's just clearly trying to help a player." Like, come on, like that's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh my god, I want you. I would love to know. I don't know. I don't know any of the athletic trainers for the. Green Bay Packers, but I would love to know how they like interpreted it. I, I'll tell yeah, you. Yeah, they're the if ones was, stuck in the place because they one, they have to protect our guy, but two, you want to protect the the profession. If I was my, if I that was one of my players, you you bet your ass I'm going up to that player and be what, like, why did you do that? They immediately cut to the head coach and he chewed him out. Absolutely, and but he got, I, I and think he got would, ejected. So I think it would be my job as the head athletic trainer of that team to be like, listen. What the, what was going on through your head right there? What if what if another team pushes me as I'm trying to help you on the ground? Yeah. Like what would you do? Yeah. So like, that's ridiculous. Well, maybe yeah. maybe we, I mean, maybe athletic trainings can stay in the spotlight for another couple of weeks. I did have um, a friend of mine was like, as much as it would have been, and I and. It, it's interesting because it, it, this would be traumatic to watch somebody do live CPR, I think, over national television. But the Hamlin situation, he was kind of like, I wish, I honestly wish at some point there would have been an angle on a camera, there would have been some video live that you could see who was trying to save this person's life. And that maybe your profession would get a little bit more of the, I guess, accreditation of what you guys are also really there for. Yeah. And that is this emergency situation that something happened. Um, and then, you know, for people to tweet out, listen, guys, like this guy, he's he's really just prepared to tape some ankles and fill some water bottles. He wasn't expecting to do CPR tonight. <laughs> yeah, I did put that up on that. Yeah. I mean, like. That went up. I, I think that's that gives the exact example of, when I tell people my profession 
centers around the person that runs out onto the field. Um, they finally get a little bit more of it. They finally say, oh, yeah. okay. So, like, you you have to handle a lot of different things. And I think to see the extreme of, like, doing freaking chest compressions on somebody. Yes. I mean, so, that, so we took a, interesting. We took but a screenshot. is F. Yeah, Holy we took God. a screenshot of the guy that said, I mean, clearly it was an ignorant comment. We put it up on social media, and we got a lot of reaction to our post. about. And I said, it's the biggest single problem with our profession is if people think that that's what we do, we need to promote better before. Um, got a lot of a lot of feedback on that. Fact um, is, it is also what we do, right? It's part of what we do, but it's not all what we do, and that's the problem is people think that that's... I think the problem is that people don't understand that we do a shit ton. Correct. Right? Not even that, like, we are capable of doing something. It's that, no, we're always doing a shit ton. Yeah. Like, and the moral of the, the story grunt, was the grunt work and the freaking saving people's lives work. Yeah. And I think what came out of it is people want somebody to promote the profession. And if that somebody has to be the candidate athletic training guys, then maybe that's one should be one of our goals. Doing our best, right? I mean, like, and that's part of what we do the fat packet for. So you can yeah. have conversations with Your random people and, about what yeah. what makes a good athletic trainer. That is one of the points, right? Like we we would love all athletic trainers, and it would be absolute crazy, like amount of work to count all of these brackets but at the same time if we got 5000 brackets because every athletic trainer that listens to this podcast regularly had 10 or 15 of their ath- athletes fill out a fat bracket and had these fun debates in their athletic training room about what it takes to be a good athletic trainer that's literally why we do the fat bracket correct and you would be grading your own fat brackets <laughs> Could you imagine trying to My grade 5,000 of them? It takes me a while, folks. Yeah. Um, okay, before we do the show, let's thank our, our, hire an our folks. Yeah, maybe that's what we should do. What um, we got to thank? The official sponsor of the Candid Athletic Training Podcast. Thank you to Healthy Roster. Check them out. www.healthyroster.com. Dan will be on, hopefully, right around Fat Bracket time to discuss said fat bracket he loves he loves the fat bracket him and nathan love they take it way more seriously than anybody we know they want they want to tell you who the best i mean they know about athletic training and they're going to tell you who the best from the bracket will be heck yeah so thank you to and them fail miserably yeah they, they've never they've never won it god that's okay there's oh. been some really good brackets out there yeah thank you to smart tools smarttoolsplus.com uh, 10% off anything at Smart Tools using the code CANDID10. We got to have Ed back on in a couple months to talk more BFR. I really enjoyed that conversation. I agree. Thank you to Human Kinetics. Hmm. Those CU masters. It's 2023, and that means tick, 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 tick. Oh, my tick. gosh. The time is counting down towards when you need to turn your CEUs in. Uh, make sure if you need to get some, check out Human Kinetics. 
Uh, you can get 20% off anything using the code CANDIDCEU. 365 divided by, or yeah, divided by 50. What is it? 360, it's like 7.1. So every 7.1 days you have to do a CEU. Yeah. Once a week. Yeah, which would make sense. It's basically once a week. 52 weeks you need 50 CEUs. Well, yeah, actually it's probably exactly once a week now because we're 11 days into yeah. the Ooh. One CEU a week. That should be your One goal. One CEU a week. <laughs> Lastly, thank you to Athletic Trainer Insurance Plus, yeah. uh, the newest sponsor. Um, pretty cool. We're pretty excited about this. Um, so if you need professional liability insurance, check that. Not if. When. You need, I'm just saying it out loud, you need professional liability insurance. So. Make sure you go to FI Trainer Insurance Plus to to get it. Uh, I think last week put, we put up the graphic. Let me see if I can. Oh, here here it is. Let's put up this graphic on the screen. If you're listening on audio, check us out on YouTube. Uh, you can get discounted rate if you're a member of our Candid Athletic Training Podcast. You can get discounted rates for being a member of our show. You get discounted rates on your liability insurance. If you're a student, you pay only fifty nine dollars. If you're part time employee, eighty nine dollars. If you're a full time employee which I'm assuming most of the people here listening to this show are a full-time employee. If you are paying more than $179 on your professional liability insurance, you are doing it wrong because that's what we can get you being a member of the show, $179. Bingo. If you are self-employed part-time, $299. And if you are full-time self-employed, like Kevin, $624. And I'm telling you right now, that is a lot of savings. Kevin's going to be saving over $700 this year. Let's just say that. I'm cutting my professional liability costs in half to get the exact same coverage. So the key to that is you have to be a member of our show, which you have to go to our website, candidathletetraining.com, go to the member section, become a member of our show. It's really just a way, it's a Patreon account, basically. It's just a, we started as a, hey, if you listen to our show, you want to throw us a a few dollars, uh, it costs us a little bit of money to to put on this podcast, so we're trying to recover. But now we're trying to, to actually... We want to do things with this. We want to be able to have sponsors and give you deals and discounts and stuff like that. So becoming a member is going to pay off. So you can get a membership as low as $25, and that's for the year. That's the entire year. That's 50 cents a week. That's going to change soon. You could find 50 cents a week just walking to work every day, I bet. Sometimes. Maybe you couldn't, but. found a penny. How long would your walk have to be? I don't know. A penny, so that's seven cents. Okay, well, maybe you need a little bit more than that. I found a random quarter in my backpack that I didn't know was there. You find two of those a week, you can pay for a kid <laughs> training membership. So, uh, so thank you to all of our sponsors. Um, I, you know what? Sneaky weird. Um, Sneaky weird is my favorite <laughs> quality. I guess I have talent. I find money on the ground. <laughs> Why and, are you even working? Just walk uh, around. Um, and my wife, like, randomly, like, I'll be like, oh, wait. And then I'll, like, run over somewhere, and, like, I'll find, like, a dollar bill I was going to say, what's the most you've ever found? A 20. A 20? Yeah. A 20 spot. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Do you feel better when you find it on the ground or f- feel better when you find it in like a pant when you're your own pants pocket because the, the my own your, pants pocket you feel better about that because you yes. know it's yours you don't yes. have a little bit of guilt 100 percent. like there but are then you're not- there are times when it's like for sure i don't have any guilt i was i was backing out <laughs> i was backing out 
of I was getting gas, right? Sure. Had to had to back up. So I, I look in my rearview mirror and then I turn I turn over, right? And I'm looking oh. o- like over my shoulder and I I see something like blowing around and I was like, it looks like a dollar bill. And so I just put my car in a parking brake. Um and I got out, and sure enough, it was a dollar bill. Just flowing through the air. Just just rolling through the garage or through the gas station parking lot. In that situation, I didn't feel guilty. Because I'm like, I It's where, in the air, it's fair ground. There was really there was nobody around. So clearly somebody dropped it at some point, whatever. But when you see money, say That's actually one of the strangest things I've ever heard is the right? dollar bill floating through the air. It was like going and then like hitting the ground. And I was like, that, that looks exactly like a dollar bill. But say you're at a bar, you're at a festival or whatever, and you see a 20 on the ground, which is this is what happened, is I was at a bar. And I see it on the ground, and I, like, nudged my wife at the time, and I was like, there's a $20 bill on the ground. And she said, well, pick it up. And I was like, but what if it's, like, the person that's, like, standing right in front? And so I, I kind of, like... Let it be for a second. You actually just, you're supposed to stand over it and see if somebody starts frantically looking for it. Well, that's what I did. I just just didn't, I didn't stand over it. I just let it be and to see if anybody else noticed it or if anybody else was like, oh, like, where did I put that 20? Or like somebody goes in their wallet and they're like, what the F? And I let it be for like, I don't know. It probably felt like five minutes, but it was probably like 12 seconds. What's the time frame that you're like, okay, dibs, it's what what is it? seconds, I don't know. No, so you felt good after 30 seconds? Yeah. yeah. That's what she said. Yeah. I always, yeah. If I last that long. What feels like 30 ends up being 10, you know, whatever. <laughs> All right. She's on a mission. She 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 doesn't care. Your wife? Oh, yeah. She's on a mission. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's, we got a full show. We're, we're, I'm excited. Let's get to it. Ready? All right. Let's. Go. Weekly shenanigans. You didn't catch that last week. I didn't. No, yeah, I was no. not watching. Yeah, shenanigans. It's kind I, of like, you were like how do you like the new? I was like, ah, oh, they're great. <laughs> you didn't pay any attention. <laughs> I noticed that they were like red. I noticed yeah, that it was I, the, I tried the to ma- different logo. I tried but. to match them with our newer logo. Loger, logo. Okay, if you look at your screen, look how many like thumbs there are. Thumbs, the thumbs, thumbs, thumbs everywhere. <laughs> We're all thumbs. Oh, sure. I, yeah. Kevin, what do you want? Where do you want to start tonight's show? I and I know none of. I, the only thing I know is our fat. You know our fat. That's it. Let's. I, are we doing a friend or foe? We are. Okay, let's go friend or foe. Friend or foe. New graphic. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> friend or foe, Kevin. Your work or school apparel? First off, can you spell apparel? I, it's one of the words I cannot spell. A-P-P-A-R-E-L. Apparel. I can't. A-P-P-A-R-E-L. You know? No, I'm, I just said it's one of the words that I cannot spell. I struggle with one P, two R's. A P P A R E L. A P P A R E L. App, like a phone app. 
Arrel, A R E L. Sure. App R A R E L. Yeah. Okay, I'll 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 that'll lock in. Sometimes your brain is fascinating. <sighs> you gotta break it down into the smallest parts. <laughs> My brain is fascinating. It's why we have so many goddamn segments. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um all right, friend or foe. Yeah. Your school or work apparel. So like a uniform. So Kyle Rutledge is on the live stream. He says, total friend, free clothes are the best and saves wear on my civilian clothes. So like you, when you, your entire closet was UWM gear? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Did you like wearing, did you like the clothes that you have to wear? Are we saying friend or foe, like having to wear like that's what that's uniform. what that's what I think it was Nate asked on the Twitter. Do you just like the clothes that you have to wear? Yes. Like, do you like your work issued and school is- or school issued clothes? At first, I'll even say when we were when we were students at UW Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. No, when because when I first when I first got into professional baseball. No. And it was mainly because it was at that weird time when you could buy Under Armour. Sure. Or you could buy nice clothing, like comfortable clothing. But nobody in their right mind was making 500, like, UWM, really nice, like, stretchy fabric, like, moisture-wicking, like, T-shirts to try and sell because it just wasn't as popular then. Correct. Nowadays, I feel like you can be at small, tiny divisions, whatever high school, and your apparel that you can get is like amazing. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna say friend. I, I like I'm I like swag. I, I don't care. I I, I love you, swag. How long is it a friend? How is it always is it? a friend? Do you ever get sick of it? Uh, uh Good question. All right, so what do you think the Twitter results were? We had just about 300 voters, just so you know. 78% friend. Too low. Too low. 99% friend. <laughs> Too high. <laughs> what 80, is this goddamn prices, right? <laughs> uh, 86 is the correct number. Mm. Yeah. Third time's a charm. 86% friend, uh, 14% foe, which basically means one out of every seven people. Doesn't like their school colors. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I, I Okay, so Connor, right, um, good friend of the show and was on the show one time. Um, he, so he worked at the University of Iowa for a few years. and Hawkeyes. He that's a Hawkeye t-shirt. So he was telling me he actually has like, I don't know, we're, we're going to say 10 at some point there was 10 boxes in his apartment of Nike just there's the standard whatever shoe that everybody got right he would get like two or three pairs a year and then he was like I I can't even wear them that often to like wear them out and so he just has this like um basically next you know next shoe up when you when you run out of them but that's how our friend Mr. Mike gets is too he's got yeah. shoes that he's never worn from the school but it's funny because, so he works out here now, 
and I have a little shoe cubby, and he has a pair of shoes over there, and they're yellow. They're bright yellow Nike shoes. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of nice. He's like, oh, I hate them. Like, you can't wear them with anything else. The only thing I can do is wear them to, like, work out. And, like, I'm even embarrassed that, like, they're bright yellow. I was like, why would you be embarrassed? It's yellow. Just wear them wherever you want. But he clearly, like, he doesn't wear some of his clothes because he's like, I'm, I'm embarrassed to be in all yellow. Yellow yellow is one of the worst if you have to wear khaki. Yellow, yellow and khaki, and khaki is, is one of the worst combinations. So I feel that because I came from a school where it was yellow and black. Yeah. If you can, if Same. you can, if you can do the black Iowa, the right. black pants with the yellow, you're fine. Yep. Man, tough. Um, but so it, a lot of love. Times, yeah. There are times when like you get stuff that you're like, oh, I'm really obligated to wear this, but I hate it. Yeah. At the same time, it's free. Miss Danny on uh, social media said, never having to decide what to wear, especially when I don't pay for it, win every time. I mean, I have a good month or two worth of T-shirts. Now, if only they'd hand out joggers. Um, Colleen on the live stream says, yep, friend all the way. Nate says, can't say no to free gear, even if it's some leftover thing from the back of their storeroom from 10 years ago. And Colleen asked if Colin, Colin didn't want to be a walking highlighter. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, pretty... I think it's hard to make this a foe. I think the, if it's a foe, it means you just don't like your school color. So, or some people just don't like free stuff. Well, more. I was thinking more like, all right. So now I'm I'm wearing the same clothes that I wear at work. Like a constant reminder of work. Oh, here's another pair of shorts that are from work. Oh, here's another T-shirt that's from work. Like. Sometimes you need a break, right? Yeah. But I would. this is what I would say. Um, lesson learned, and I bet you're, you're starting to feel it for sure because it's been now, how long have you been out of? 14 you know, months. 14 months. I remember the first time that I had to, like, buy, like, athletic wear yeah. or, like, shoes. I remember having to buy a pair of tennis shoes, and I was like, what the I did that, I did oh in the last year God. I had to buy tennis shoes. This is weird. Yeah. Like gosh. Um okay. Now that was strange. Yeah. The only other thing with apparel is like if you have to wear work clothes and then you like are going out without being at home, then you got to bring two pair. Yes. Sometimes that can get a little old. Yeah. Bringing the change or you want to go to the gym and then you're going to go out. Now you got to bring a workout clothes, your work clothes and you're going out clothes. So it can be like sometimes it's nice to like I wore this today. I didn't wear I I wore my podcast clothes to work. So it was kind of fun to be able to wear what I want to wear. Hell yeah. So I can make the argument. I don't know. It's still free stuff is free stuff. It's true. Kyle says work clothes, stay work clothes till I leave that job. Then they become house lounging yard work clothes, which is probably true. So that is kind of like friend. The next friend or foe would be like. Your last jobs apparel. How much much of it do you keep? Yeah, how much do you keep? Do you keep the one thing you really liked? I have probably, I gave away, I tried to give away stuff for for years. Even while I was still there, I was like, anybody want some of this stuff? I got so much, I can't, I don't have any room. I was giving away all my old stuff. Me too. I probably kept about four to five things, and I've worn it maybe once or twice in 14 months. So, Um, okay, let's... Move on. Okay. Where do you want to go from there? Uh, let's fat it up. 
Oh, let's fat it up. Fat, 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 um, so we put this fat. on social media. We got very little response, but that's okay. You and I will talk about it. Um, no, that's not okay. You guys respond to our <laughs> social media posts. Uh, I got to look. I got to look this up. Um, so we're gonna decide which character from the movie. There's a lot of characters. Knives Out, Glass Onion. The newest. The newest one. Mystery. Glass. Glass Onion. Which would make the best athletic trainer? Oh. So you just watched it. Are we gonna include Benoit? I don't know if we can because he's well. We he we could because he's clearly the best. Yeah, he's head and shoulders, the 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 automatic winner. Yeah. I I he uh, should we just include him so that he is very much yeah and then we'll, we'll guaranteed to who's be the, in the second best athletic trainer yeah. yeah all right so so if you've not seen the movie it's a it's a how would you describe it murder mystery murder mystery yeah yeah that's super with simple some, with some like. Comedic relief, um, very like star-studded cast. Yeah, and the the stars generally are a little bit not what they traditionally play. Yeah, I would say. Do you want to um, know how it was presented to me? So uh, my brother told me he's like, you would love it, Chad. He's like, it's like yeah. the modern day version of Clue. Correct, and they reference Clue all the time in both Knives Out and. Yeah, Glass Onion, which is they, great. Like, they talk about how stupid Clue is. <laughs> it's such a good movie. I think it's, it's such an underrated movie. movie. It's yes. Yeah. I think I think they're literally like making fun of themselves, saying, "Yeah, we're copying a concept." And no, no, no. Why would anybody watch the movie? So it's a modern day version. And if you liked the movie Clue, um, you should see it. It is the other. And I made this mistake last week. I thought there was a third movie, but it was. Um, the, it's a spinoff kind the, of? No, it's like a... So it's a totally... It's a different book series. Oh. Um, murder on the Orient Express. There is a another, like, it's a murder mystery with this, like, super cool detective with a mustache. Yeah. Um, those are those are pretty good movies, too, if you like these kind of movies. Kyle Rutledge said Clue is so underrated. I agree. I, it's, it, might be, it might be my top 10 favorite movies of all time. It actually probably is in my top ten favorite movies. Wow. We were having the debate top four or top five, top, top five favorite comedies. Ten gets so tough. Yeah, keep going. I, I don't know. We were just top talking movies comedies. that were top. I think we were doing top five, or maybe we we're doing Mount Rushmore top four comedies. I don't know, but Clue might be up there for me in terms of some of my favorites. We, we're going to have to do a show where we just literally do that. Yes. Um, okay. People, people would probably really like it more yeah. than this crap we yeah. talk about. All right. So let's get into... Okay. So so Benoit, he, he hands down great, great athletic Craig. trainer. Yeah. That's Daniel all anybody Craig's. on social media said yep. is, I don't care about the movie. And this was Abby. She said, just give me Daniel Craig. I don't care what character. Of course, Abby. I candy. Christ. You know... <laughs> Daniel Craig has feelings too, by the way. Um, he's he? very he's observant, quiet about his ob- like being observant, sees things, brings them up later. Hey, did you know that your knee does this while you're doing your squats? Yeah, he's just I saw it out of the corner of my eye, and I definitely am the best athletic trainer you've ever met in your life. But he's got a really fancy southern accent. Colleen agrees with the with the man candy. 
coming. Listen, <laughs> ladies. Slow we your have rolls. feelings. Um, yeah, I lumped me in there. Uh, all right, next. All right, so yo, so the Benoit's detective, the detective is uh, is he's going to be be the the best athletic train for sure. So in second place. So here we go. Uh, let's start with this. Let's start with uh, Edward Norton's character, Miles, Miles Braun. He's like the host of this. It's supposed to be incredibly rich, uh, right. like one of those at home. Mur- like murder mystery party. murder mystery parties. Yeah. He's the host, and First it goes wrong, and then people actually end up yeah. dying. The pl- the plan was he was gonna die, and everybody had to figure out who killed him. Yeah, and then other people ended up dying. Yeah, and then uh, you have to figure out who killed him, and so it turned into a real who done it rather than a fake who did it. Massively rich human that has all the gadgets, all the gadgets, and has like the people around him. All play a role, basically, right? Like he's he's got his his person that he he takes advantage, let's just say, of each character and for what they're good at. Somebody's really good about at making TikTok videos, and so he says, "I'll help you, but forever you're in debt to me." This person's the. This other friend is the most the smartest person that has ever existed, whatever scientist kind of guy. I'm gonna help you, but you're forever in debt to me. Isn't that extortion? Yeah, he's extorting everybody. He's got pressure points on everyone. He knows all their like full paws. I like that. Um, which he's like in a twisted way is kind of an athletic trainer kind of knows the ins and outs of all their athletes. That's what I was gonna say. It's like, but not in a bad way like him. No, I know. Like it's like if an if an athletic trainer wanted to try to be evil in some way or like I'm not saying that Miles is evil, more like Yeah, he was evil. Yeah, he's a he's a manipulator and but, he's like Yeah. and he's very much and he's portrayed to just be like I don't really care. You're not you're not going to leave me because I'm rich. Well, here's the other thing. Super detail oriented, super like call. creative, super Puzzles. super like uh Good planner, like rehabs planner. and stuff like that. He he would knock it out of the park, and he apparently brings it. Like he, the movie kind of opens with this invitation to come to his island. Yeah, and he, he does it in a very like extravagant yeah. way, and everybody's like, "Well, I'm going because this is going to be epic." Yeah. All right, uh, Kate Hudson, Birdie Jewel. So I think he's Birdie solid. J. He's she's a solid choice. Yeah, Birdie J. She's the um. TikToker? No. Oh, no, she's the actress. Yeah. The, she's model. Like, she's like the washed up model. Oh, you're that right. That is right. very um, not smart and then has no, like, no court awareness. Like, yeah. thinks literally, like, may, like has had to apologize on Twitter you're a right. thousand times because she makes inappropriate comments. But she doesn't even know that she's making inappropriate comments. Yeah, she just thinks she's there, there's a there's a line in there where she's been canceled. She's yes, like she get she gets canceled all the time. Like where she signs up to have her sweatpants line be made in sweatshops, and because she thought because <laughs> she thought that's where sweatpants were made in sweatshops, which is kind of true. But at the same time, she didn't know that that meant like no, like you shouldn't. No, don't sign a contract yeah. to make your clothes and sweatshops. Right, so she's out. 
She's out. She's out. Okay. She, she's got no feel. All right. She's got nothing. Dave Bautista, Duke Co- Cody. Duke, always carrying a gun. He's he's a social media guy, influencer. Social media influencer. Always yep. carrying a gun. Probably not a good look for an athletic trainer. Probably not. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I I don't care. I, you know what? He's kind of. What, whatever your thoughts on this, the Second Amendment, like, probably not a great idea <laughs> to be carrying, <laughs> carrying a gun as an athletic trainer. Like, I really, I mean. Trust me, I, I don't. Even in Texas, like somebody else has probably got one. Everybody's oh, shit, fine. That's funny. <laughs> um. All right. So he's rough around the edges too, but with a with a very sensitive soul. Yeah. True, true uh, he's Dave probably, Bautista. He's probably out. Yeah, he's not. He's not a strong candidate. Although uh, he does, he did kind of. He did speak the truth. Like everyone's like. There's a there's a scene in there where they're like somebody anybody have anything to say and he's like everyone was kind of batting around the bush and he's the one that said no I'll say it you suck yeah, basically that's true he he has it and then he also promoted boner pills so <laughs> that's, I don't know that's I, I mean he, I think he <laughs> he might be on the on the level of like I don't know bodybuilding athletic trainer yeah maybe in the, over there probably more strength conditioning coach. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, a little bit, which more. is probably typecast. Probably not great. All right, how about uh, you know what's funny is he he, well, I know he hated the makeup uh, that he had to put on his body for um, Guardians. Drax. Yeah. Um, but one of his complaints was like, I'm just getting older, and like, honestly, like, I don't know how long I can keep this physique up. Yeah. Sure enough, his ne- like this movie. I don't think he has a shirt on ever. Yeah. But yeah. Good for him. I wish I looked like that sometimes. Me too. All right, next character. Yeah. Um Janelle Monet as Andy Brand. Andy. She is Andy. yeah, Andy Smart Cookie. Um Andy is kind of the Without giving it away, she the one that like uh of the group, of everybody in the group, right? And then Miles got rich, Andy kind of got outcasts. Because that was and, the word I was thinking, outcast. So she's the uh, the loner, yeah, the outcast. Because she was the one that like she stood up to everybody, correct, and, and called him out for his BS. But at the same time, also the one that like they give you the impression that she's the real idea person, right? Yeah. Like she's the one that actually came up with a lot of the money making things. So she's the outsider, plays by herself, always giving like mysterious like glares at people. Um, turns out to be training. pretty perceptive. Um, yeah. Probably a great, like, solo AT, high school setting. Like, can function by herself, doesn't need others. You know doesn't what she need does the team. well? And this is not, like, she's a pivotal character, yeah. of course. But she can fake it till she makes it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. she can She can act the part. Which is good. All right, Catherine Hahn, Claire DeBella. Oh, the governor, right? She's the governor. governor. Um, Politician? Politician kind of didn't really bring much to the table other than... Selfish, like, whatever. Whatever is best for her to get reelected. Never never really showed any kind of, like, compassion for anybody else. Um... Makes bad decisions. And I think there's just one more really main character that we should discuss. Lionel. Lionel. Toussaint. Leslie Odom Jr. Uh, smart cookie. 
Yeah, uh, he was kind of like the really sharp one. Yeah, the he's, scientist. He's the scientist. He's the one that like kind of can he can take he can take ideas and prove that they're right or wrong. Um, he also like challenges the status quo more than the rest of them. I think he like I mean it opens up with like listen like ah we can't just do whatever this guy is saying. Um, he's got crazy ideas, even if some of them are right. Some of them are just like whoa. I can't carry that out, but he's really smart. He's, I mean, he's a bookworm. He's a researcher. You know, I think he's, he's probably the academic, uh, world of athletic training. So from all the side characters, yep. there's really two, right? It's Leslie and it's, I don't know. Andy. I, are you sure we don't want to do the dude that just shows up randomly? <laughs> well, Daryl. <yeah>, Daryl. <laughs> um, no, <laughs> Pot I mean, maybe, I mean, maybe the assistant. You, you so wanna, he just randomly comes into the room. Don't mind me. Yeah, I'm just here. That's kind of athletic training, man. I guess maybe there's three. There's three that I kind of like. Okay, give it to me. Uh, I kind of Benoit. Not Benoit. Yeah. So Edward Norton, Ed Miles. Norton's character, Miles. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think um, Andy. Right. And then Lionel. Those are three I think we're probably picking between. I think my, my vote is Andy. I think mine is too. My vote is Andy from the standpoint of there are multiple times throughout the movie where she she adapts to the situation and she doesn't fall down under pressure or um, collapse under pressure. She She very much, she comes through. And I think... One of the sneaky talents of an athletic trainer that is incredibly valuable is in a very stressful situation, you're the calmest person in the room. Right? Yeah. And you might inside be f- fucking screaming, but you are you are the calmest one in the room. And That's a good call. That's kind of what I think the essence of that character is. And a little bit. But a little bit that's also Miles from the polar opposite, though. Like, yes. Oh, cr- totally. Yeah. But I think you're right. I think it's Andy. I think I think exactly what you just said. Um, the ability to adapt is such a huge part of being an athletic trainer, and she really was the most adaptable character. Yeah, I, I would. Yeah. So totally. I think we I think we both agree. It's a good movie. So it's a it's a it's I a good say- it's a good. I'm not gonna lie. I think uh, I hated the ending, though. I hated the last five yeah, minutes. I sure. hated. I hated everything. I loved the movie up until literally the last two minutes. Way to ruin it for everybody. No, I mean it just wasn't the direction I wish they would have gone. I know. I hear you. And I don't want to spoil it, but how how one character swayed all the other characters just was hokey. It was just a hokey ending. Sure. Yeah. So yeah. great, great movie with a bad ending. How do you rate that? A seven? Ooh. In my, in, I'd give it like it's a seven. Interesting question. A great movie with a with a bad ending. What about a bad movie with a great ending? I wouldn't make it to the ending. You don't think so? Mm. What about the movies that don't end? How do you feel about movies that don't end? Like, like, cliff, like cliffhangers? Yeah, that, that basically. Like, yeah, I I would I couldn't. Like the thought provoking, like yeah, like an Inception. You don't. You don't know the answer to like it, what the entire movie was, and like it was Inception, like, oh my God. yeah, kind of thing. You uh, don't have conclude, like, uh, you don't have a conclusion. I hate them. Yeah, actually, I don't know. 
I don't. I shouldn't say hate them. I just. What's worse, good movie, bad ending, or great moving cliffhanger? And never. What's again, worse? Like, no, you, you never. The get... bad ending is worse. Okay. Right. I'd rather just like be like, all right, I get it. You're trying to get me to think, yeah. and we can talk. It, you know, it's a talking point. So. All right. All right. We're moving on. Moving on. Um, you know what? We're going to bring it back right now. You don't have to wait anymore. We're doing top five, Kevin. We're actually going to do two top fives. Two. I'm going to give you a bonus top five. We go from none to two? Two. Two top fives tonight. The first one's podcast related. So I just looked at our, our statistics from 2022. A million views again, huh? 1.3. Jesus. Mil. Just kidding. I just want you to guess if you can if you or does, tell me you know how does Spotify not give us a hundred million dollars? I know. We'll we'll come up with some content for you. <laughs> <clears throat> what were the top five states that, in terms of downloads for Candidate FA training? Ooh, if you just had to guess, really quick, for from January first to December thirty first. I'm gonna I'm gonna go very um, strategic. Oh, strategic. Um, Texas, California, Florida, New York. You got one more. And then Wisconsin. You got two out of five. Oh, what do we got? So number one, you got number one and number two. Number uh, one and number two. Number one was Wisconsin. Most downloads in our home, really? hometown state. Oh, thank you, locals. Yep. Um, that's weird. That's weird to think of. Yeah. Second was Texas. Um, third was Indiana. Indiana. Fourth was Ohio. Patrick Miller land. And fifth. Ohio. Yeah. Home of healthy roster. And fifth was North Carolina. North Carolina. So if you're disappointed that your state didn't come in the top five huh. last year. Share our podcast with your friends. Get more people from your state to listen, and maybe next year you can crack the top five. I kind of get it, Indiana and Ohio. Yeah, Midwest I, flavor, Midwest yeah. guys, couple like, eh, they sound like us. Ah, they, they <laughs> sound like us, eh, yeah. Well, we'll keep listening to these two guys. Um, I also think Indiana, Ohio, very, like, underrated athletic population in there mm. like a lot of athletic events um sure ohio's full of like athletic prosperity i think with that comes athletic trainers sure right so i think there's a lot of athletic trainers in those two states yeah or maybe pat miller is just like completely spreading the word down there hopefully maybe all right for this week's top five kevin all right we asked 100 athletic trainers what percentage of injuries, what percentage of your athletes' injuries do you actually see? What percentage of my athletes' injuries, injuries do you actually do see actually happen? happen? Sorry. Like, you you oh, visually see visually it happen. See, okay. Not, oh, hey, I hurt myself. You weren't around. I like it. Okay. You actually see it in person. You see it live. Correct. What percentage? Four. 
That's my number one answer. Four percent. You think you see kinda, one out I of every? I forgot that I had to come up <laughs> with five, five answers. You see one out of every twenty-five injuries. That's what you're saying. That's your top answer. When you put when you put it that way, dang. Two. Ten. Ah. Uh, point zero five. <laughs> And 100. You see every single one. I see them all. You can't, you can't get anything past me. What do I got? You, so, you struggled with this one. It's I been mean, a while. It's been a while since we've done a top five. So I, I also had like a million choices. No, you only, well, you had zero to a hundred. Oh, I had to, I had to be a whole number. No, I didn't, but oh. yeah, it was an infinite number of choices. <laughs> We actually didn't have a single person give a, a fraction of a number, though. Really? They, they were all whole number answers. Interesting. So. Nobody said four or two. That's ridiculous. Uh, Yeah, nobody said. Somebody said three. That well, was your closest one. Not enough people said yeah. four or two. Okay. Okay, so um, in reverse order of the top five. Yeah. Uh, we had a tie for fifth place. Seven athletic trainers a piece for 30%. So they see 30% of the injuries and 75% of the injuries. 75. 75% of the injuries. That you see? That you see happen. Happen in front of you. That's a lot. (laughs) Yep. Uh, In fourth place, nine people said 20% of the injuries. We're getting closer. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a tie for second place, 12 apiece for yeah. 10% and 12 for 25%. So one out of every four injuries you see. And then in first place, 14 people, so basically one out of every seven, said 50 50. 50% of the injuries I see. So a lot of numbers there. So let's make this really simple, Kevin. So we had 14 people that said it was 50-50. Yeah. Which leaves 86. Okay. 86 other people. Yeah. Do you think more people saw less than 50% or more than 50%? Less than. You're right. Yeah. So. Zero chance you're seeing more than 50% live. So what does that mean? So if you're seeing, so you see most of your injuries. So what about the college setting where you're covering every practice? You're covering every game. You probably see, so I think your college athletic trainers are the one who see a higher percentage of. I would assume um, the professional athletic trainers who see, who cover every practice, every game, you're going to see a majority of the injuries. If you're standing there on the sideline watching practice, you're covering the games. I think the high school athletic trainer probably sees probably a smaller amount because maybe you, you're standing at the football field, but there are injuries happening at the other events when you're covering multiple things. So I think your high school athletic trainers probably see fewer. Would you agree with that? Oh, I know. I 100% agree. I'm trying to think I'm of trying like, to figure out why you went so low because you covering professional, you probably saw, I mean, how watch, many? I was how, watching my athletes all the time. Yeah. So you didn't so, see any of their injuries? Or you did? I was, I was liking it to how many times. Did somebody get hurt outside of practice? Didn't know, like, how many times did I have to actually, like, 
go to an injury, oh. right? Because I saw it. Like, sure. That just happened. Versus most of the things that I actually was treating were... Sure. They came in later and were like, yeah, sure. I don't know, something feels weird. Okay. Now, fair enough. Plenty of times have I been watching a game, have I been watching my athlete practice and been like, that's a, hey, that's is, a there, point, is yeah. there something, is there something going on with you? Yeah. Right. But I didn't see the injury. I just noticed something off. Sure. Right. And that's where I said, originally in my head, I was like, mm, I don't know, maybe like 25% of the time. I actually see that somebody's injured, right? Sure. So what because you're... half of the time you can't see it at all, yeah. right? They're they're compensating enough that like you can't see it, and then a quarter of that time it's like, no, I can see that you're walking different. Sure. I can see that you're throwing different. I can see that you're shooting different. But to actually see the injury, even if you're the person that's at practice. You're never your eyes are never always on the field or on the court. Interesting. You're looking down. You're doing this. You're talking to somebody else. You're there, but yeah. seeing it, and that's where I think it's one percent. Okay, but that's me. I mean, may, I'm I'm guessing maybe people were thinking, like I'm covering a Friday night football game, and then I have treatments on Saturday. How many times did I run out into the field on Friday night, and how many of those? Kids are coming in on Saturday. Right. Like what like if you have twenty kids come in on a Saturday following right. a game, how many times did you see something happen? Maybe that's where their mind was at. So what does this mean? What does this mean in terms of if majority of the people you're seeing less than fifty percent of your injuries? And you you frankly you made the argument that this is these numbers are probably way too high. Yeah. Probably not as realistic as we think they are. It means your eval skills and your listening have to be really good and really sharp and your questions and your histories need to be really good. Because if you're not physically seeing the mechanisms. Right. I would also. That's what I take from this. And and I would argue like, you know, sometimes you see mechanisms and it's like you could swear. Oh, that person's ACL is gone. And it turns out to be, you know, whatever, a meniscus injury. I don't know. I'm yeah. just making something up, but that's it's still like even when you see it, it's evidence. That's all it is. Evidence for Benoit Blanc. Oh, evidence based. Oh. Um. Okay. Was it good? Is it as good as you remember? Top five. This is even better. Even better. Way more satisfying. <laughs> okay, let's do um, let's do something. <laughs> also satisfying. Oh, f Mary and kill, killing. I mean, effing. <laughs> um, Kevin. Yeah, I want you to f Mary and kill the following. Time goes slow during. You know, you know that feeling when you're like, oh my god, you looked at the clock and you're like, literally, it was just a minute went by, and you thought it was like twenty. 20, you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe how slow this is going. I very much do. I'm going to give you three scenarios where time's going, where time feels like it's going really slow, and I want you to F1, marry <laughs> one, kill one. Ready? All right. Can During coverage. Down, can I slow down time while effing? Yeah. Mm. Probably should. It's probably, to our advantage. Probably should. <laughs> So during coverage, whether that's practice or during a game, you're standing there, you're watching whatever event or 
sport or whatever, and it's just taking forever. Forever. Okay. You mean the third inning lasted an hour? Mm. Or you look up and you're like, I thought we were 85 minutes into this soccer match and you're sitting at the 60-minute match, 60-minute mark. Yeah, I mean, in, in your, your sports with a time clock, and you're like, God, like, we just go. We, go, ha- go. we have to be 30 minutes into this game. And yeah. you're like, wait, it's been 12? Yeah. Oh. All right, so it's going to go slow during coverage. Okay. Uh, it's going to go slow during treatments. Okay. You know the, the ultrasound minutes? Yeah. Five minutes of ultrasound feels like 140. And you're like pretending to not fall asleep. Oh, mm-hmm. my God, I'm nodding. Yeah. And then during travel. Oh, Urgh. you're on the bus. Urgh. You're on the plane. Oh, I remember those moments. It's not, just not on not... the plane. It never happened on the plane, but it definitely happened on the bus. So you we, get we have to be six hours into this trip. It's only been two and a half hours. I'm still in Toledo. <laughs> we got we got to be in <laughs> we got to be in Ohio. How the hell are we only in Indiana? Um, How long is Illinois, really? <laughs> holy cow, it's long. <laughs> um, F, Mary kill that. Longest state you've ever driven across. For myself, Montana. Um, Was that going to the Packer game? Yeah, yeah. There, there and back, mm. buddy. Holy cow. I remember saying it numerous times to Ryan. I think mine was... How fucking big is Montana? I think mine was Utah. Really? Yeah. I liked driving through Utah. Flew into Vegas, and then we went to the northeast corner. Mm-hmm. And it, I, it, I thought it was going to be like a four-hour drive. It was like an eight-hour drive. I was like, oh, my That's God. True. Some beautiful scenery in Utah. Um, I'm going to... Ass is numb from how long you're driving. <laughs> oh, God. You got to kill the travel. I'm going to kill the travel. Okay. It That... That time slowing down is not okay. I'm I'm out. Like, uh, part of me thinks I would just try to fall asleep. Um, I'm gonna marry. For myself, I'm gonna marry treatments. Hmm. And here's why. I usually run out of time in my treatments. I usually actually go over. Um, I spend too much time working. Um, I'm always like, oh, there's another puzzle to fix. Oh, there's another puzzle to fix. Or I'm talking about stuff. I get just absolute diarrhea of the mouth about how to breathe properly. Um, So I'm going to marry that. And that means I'm effing coverage time. Because at least, I don't know. I mean, that's so that's tough. Yeah, I'm just going to stick with it. I'm effing coverage time. I'm marrying treatment time. I'm killing travel time. Nate brings up, he, he comments on the live stream. This is pretty good. He marries travel. He loves long trips with excuses to do nothing. Mm. He's effing the treatment. May mean I have Solid more time to point. get things done. And he's killing the coverage, just more time for things to go wrong, and don't even get me started on overtime games. That's a great it's outlook. really, really solid argument. 
I I was going to F. Mm. I, I, I think I'm, oh boy. I wasn't going to kill. I for sh- The only thing I know is I am not killing travel. I don't mind. Like, like he said, yeah, no problem. Kevin's got to go take a leak. Probably. So for me, I think I'm going to, I, I don't mind travel. I like to watch a movie or play a game on my phone or fall asleep. And it's my time to check out and just get away. So I'm with I'm with you on that, Nate. I'll marry it. I wasn't sure if I was going to effort or marry it, but I'm I, the more I think about it, I will marry it too. I I do like that. Just time to myself. I can just put my headphones on, lay down, do whatever I need to do, watch a movie, play a game. Um, me time. Uh, between the treatments, man, treatments are tough. Time's going so slow. Um, but I, I think I agree with Nate. I think the the game, the practice, the coverage, when it's just going longer than you expect, that's the worst. That's the worst part is not being able to control your schedule. Uh, at least with treatments, you know, usually pre-practice treatments, um, hey, I got a deadline here, so I got to, whatever I can get done, I'll do it. Um, you know, I you're looking at the clock. Maybe you need more time. Maybe it's to your advantage. Be like, look, this is going really slow. That's great. I can get a few more things done here. Um, you got to be out of here in 15 minutes. <clears throat> so here's the three or four things I can do. And you almost feel like a sense sense of accomplishment when you can cram more treatments into the same amount of time, where you feel like you've really, you're like, holy cow! I don't know how I got that all done. Very hydrated today. Very good for you. All right. So I just said I was going to marry the travel. I'm I'm totally agreeing with Nate. Marry the travel. I like the alone time, uh, the me time. I'm going to F the treatments because I think it's a badge of honor to see how much you can get done in a short amount of time. <laughs> and then I'll kill the games because it's like the one thing you really can't control, like how long it goes, how slow it goes, and you're yeah. like, oh, my God. So uh, I immediately regret this decision. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. You can You can... That's all right. So, uh, very good. Good thing there's no record. Hopefully you're you're listening. Uh, maybe we can put that on the on the. There's no record. Yeah, it's not going to be out. Nobody's we going to be able to find any evidence of what I not said. Not even on YouTube. Nope. You don't have to post the episode if you don't want people to hear your. It's true. What you're saying. Actually, I never do. <laughs> I can't believe nobody's caught yeah. on. So, uh, I think that's all of our f- weekly shenanigans. So no we way. can we can get into our feature topic. <laughs> oh. That was a little touchy button there. Yeah, touchy buttons. <laughs> Kevin, we're gonna we've done yeah. this once before. We're gonna play a game. A game. We're gonna play the. Do you want w- What year do was you it? Want to play a game? What year was it invented? Game. Oh, I like it. So if you're on the live stream, you can guess along. Uh, we've got eight different items that I looked up when it was invented, when it was started. So you know, as athletic trainers, we should know our history a little bit. We can do this the same way as we did last time. We just go one by one, and you can try and guess. Or what I could try and do is if you want to try and tr- – we could pair them up, and then you could see which one is older. If you could guess which one's older or which one's yes. newer. You want to do that? Yes. I want to do that. 
rather than guess the year. I want to guess which one's older. Okay, so I'll try and like find like the the ones that are closest. Sure. This gonna just take me a second. So you want me to read the the items here? I'll scat while everybody's just. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Read their items. Uh, so we've got we looked these up today. Yep. And this is just an internet search, so I think I'm right. You Googled it? I Googled most okay. of them. So we've got a gator. Wait, like the... The cart? The John Deere gator. Okay. Khaki pants. Khaki. When was the khaki pant invented? Uh, we've got the Swiss ball med ball. Okay. Isopropyl alcohol. Whoa. The body blade. Gloves. The go the goniometer. Like specifically like PPP PPE gloves. Yep. Now I do have a caveat to that. Latex versus non. Well, we'll get into it. Gloves. Uh goniometer. Yeah. And then hot and cold packs. So let's start here. Okay. Let's start with the gator, the gator versus the body blade. Which one is older? Which one is younger? Gator, gator or body uh, blade? You can't just say one. You have to say which one's older, which one's, which one was invented first, which one was invented second. Which one's older, oh, which one's Gator younger. is, wait, gator is older. The gator is older than the body blade. Yeah. 19... 92, and the body blade was 1996. All right. First off, the fact that you actually predicted the year that the Gator was invented was is fucking incredible. 1992. Did you know that? Real? No, 1992 I, I no idea. is legitimately the year that the Gator... However, you're incorrect. The body blade is older. What? The body blade is older than the Gator. Okay. The body blade was invented in 1977. It's the same age as I. Wait, 1977. The Gator is 92. The Body Blade is 1977. The Body Blade was... Wow. According to my research. I wonder how long it took for it to like really, really catch on. Off. Yeah. Like back when... It was, I mean, they had infomercials, I'm sure, back then. But, you know, with the internet... I don't know. That's crazy. 77? Body Blade is as old as Chad. Okay. Ready? Holy cow. This is going to be great. Um, I'm going to save this one. Uh, we're going to go there. So we're going to do this one last. All right. Ready? Yeah. This, this works out really well here. Sorry. I'm literally, literally just <sighs> texting my, your wife. Yeah. My wife was calling me. So is everything trying, okay? Yeah. Just literally the old text message. Is everything okay? Yeah. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Isopropyl alcohol. Yep. Or hot and cold packs. So here, here's the I thing. Mean, here, here's the thing. Yeah. The first, I've got two different dates on hot and cold packs. We're going to go with the first one. So the first hot and cold pack was a device where you actually had to decide, do I want it to be hot or do I want it to be cold? You could do one or the other. They weren't reusable when they, it was first invented. 
Yeah. The second one was the reusable ones where you can keep re like you can go either way with it. But the first one was not not a hot and cold pack. It was a hot or cold pack. Okay. Hot or it was just one thing, and you said, "Oh, I'm either going to put it in the hot water or I'm going to um, like freeze it. Freeze it, and then that's it." Were they similar, like to what are like? I believe did it, so. Did it look like a, a hydrocolator pack, like a heat pack? I'm I'm curious. Anyway, um, yeah. So which one I'm is say which one's older? Which one's younger? Isopropyl alcohol is older. And hot cold pack is younger. Alcohol, nineteen fourteen, nope, nineteen. World War One, uh, nineteen. Nineteen. Holy fuck! And then hot cold pack, nineteen thirty-two. You're you're on. Like- you're crushing tonight. So, uh, isopropyl alcohol. Wow, isopropyl alcohol was invented in 1920. Oof. So you're one year off. I was gonna say 1920. And it is older than the hot or cold pack, which was invented okay. in 1948. 48. Okay. The hot or cold pack. The, I mean, re- the freezer. I don't even think we had freezers until. In like- <laughs> so the reusable one was invented in 1973. Oh, okay. So that's the the kind of the modern day version. Which 1973, I mean, that's almost, that'll be 50 years old this year. I mean, the freezers weren't even around until the 40s, so. Yeah. That's what I, that's, that's what I was basing that decision on. Okay. It's like, when, when did we have the ability to have cold on demand? Not buy blocks of ice. All right, you ready for the next one? I think so. <laughs> um, all right, let's, let's establish the ground rules here. Gloves, the PPE. Yeah. Do you want to do the sterile gloves? Well, let's do sterile gloves. I think we should do sterile Sterile gloves. gloves. Because the first, like, PPE glove was made out of, I don't even know how to say the word. Lamb skin? Lamb cecum. Oh. C-E-C-U-M. Cecum. Cecum of lamb, of sheep. The old old cecum. And it was just for the fingers. So we'll we'll eliminate that. (laughs) It's just the fingers? Apparently it was just the, they didn't cover the whole hand. They just Just did it for the the fingers. fingers. That's creepy. So we'll do, <laughs> we'll do. Oh man, maybe we should. I, anyways, no, let's do that. Let's do the the very first one. The very first, not. Uh, what what, not what do you do? The non. Do you want to do the sterile gloves or the non-sterile gloves? And it's we're gonna do it. We'll just do non-sterile. Non-sterile versus the goniometer. The goni. The first goniometer. I'm gonna go with the sterile glove, non-sterile gloves first. Is older? Yeah. Like, and I'm going to give it 18. Uh, yeah, 1894. And I'm going to go with the goniometer 1916. I don't think anybody cared about degrees of range of motion until 1916. All right. And then just for the record, when do you think the sterile glove was invented? 1934 Okay. Uh this one was your worst of the of the of the Is the, that true Kyle? No, it's not okay. true. <laughs> but he's not 
He's not that far off. In 1592. Okay, so the, let's let's just start with the, the Columbus, goniometer. Columbus brought. You said you said the goniometer is yeah. was Younger. 1916. Yes. The goniometer was in 1783. Jesus <laughs> 1783. Was it? Was it? Uh, What's his face? Who's who's the guy that Renaissance guy did everything super smart? Invent- Leonardo da Vinci. Da Vinci. Did da Vinci invent it? I don't know. I bet he invented. All right. So here's here's where the gloves come in. All right. The cecum is it cecum? How do you say that word? C e c u m. Cecum. Cecum. Yeah. The cecum sheep. C-cum the, just sheep. the finger covers are actually older. Older. Older than the goniometer. Okay. Seventeen. 58. Okay. So almost Jesus. almost 300 years old. Uh, sterile gloves were way later, 1894. So before 1900, but 1894. So I was actually pretty close. You said 1934, so you were 40 years off. Yeah, but I was really, I was close with like the non-sterile glove. Yeah. But I, I said like 1897. So the, so the non-sterile oh. glove... And the goniometer were only 25 years apart. In the 1700s. Yeah, in the 1700s. Jesus. I hope this is not I wonder why they were to measuring. people listening why? to the, the, like people on the audio, they're probably like, what are all these numbers? Do you think they, what were they measuring? Do you think they were really re- measuring range of motion of knees? I don't 1750 know. 1750 something? I'm not sure. All right, last one. Yeah, and then we'll listening. recap, then we'll recap, we'll go through the history um, this is gonna be really good. <laughs> Khaki pants versus medicine ball slash Swiss ball, med ball. Don't think the Swiss ball like a med ball or a Swiss a med, ball. A med ball. A med, med ball. ball. Not okay. So not, not like Swiss the, ball. Yeah, a med ball. Okay. Physio ball would be like a Swiss ball. A med ball is different. Um. Med ball is old. There's been med ball training for millennia. <laughs> um, oh, wait, what was the other one? Khaki uh, pants. Khaki pants. Ka- literally khaki pants. Khaki pants are pretty old too, depending on your definition. You know, I mean, people have been wearing. I don't know. Maybe they wore canvas before khaki. Ah, uh, all right. I'm going med ball. 1842. Med ball. What? Medicine ball. 1842. 1842. Khakis are younger, and they they came about in. I'm just gonna go World War One again. You know, 1916. Okay. Uh, the med ball is old. Oh, the med ball is younger. What? Come on. What year did you say the med ball was? Uh, 1842 or something. Med ball is 1876. Ooh. So you weren't only off a, a couple decades. That's not bad. That's not bad. 1876. But the khaki pants is older. How is the khaki pant older? What it was is, the what British are... Army. The oh. British Army... Decided they didn't want to have white uniforms, so they made it a little bit darker. Gotcha. To blend in. Ooh. It was 1846. Black and tans. Should have should have thought of it. <laughs> Jesus. 1846. Should have thought of it. 
1846. Yeah. So they, wow. So let's give a recap here in chronological. Go for From it. our eighth thing. Chronological. Um, the oldest thing on the, our list is. The gloves. The non-sterile gloves. The second oldest okay. thing would be the goniometer. Okay. Third oldest thing, khaki pant. Fourth is the med ball. Wait, when was khakis again? 1842? 1846. That's when people first started hating what they wore to work. Uh, fourth would be the med ball. Then technically, if if we we're going to throw it in there, the sterile glove would be next. Okay. 1894. All right. Uh, then isopropyl alcohol. So just think about that. Khaki pants were before isopropyl alcohol. Does that make sense to you? It does not. Okay, so isopropyl alcohol, and then um, we learned we learned how to dye fabric before we learned how to yeah sanitize. I guess. <laughs> then the hot and cold pack. Hot and cold pack. Mm-hmm. Um, then the reusable hot pack. Mm-hmm. Then the body blade, mm-hmm. and then the gator. The evolution of athletic training supplies by Candid Athletic Training. Those and so in a, in a, I, after that, I printed this out. Maybe we can read this. 15 facts about khaki pant. You want to go through it or save it for another? We should save that. 15 facts about the khaki that could, pant. That could be a fun. <laughs> I'm going to give this to you. You can break that, it down another time. That's going to be a fun segment. Maybe we should just post it on social media. So We should. We really, really should. <laughs> I like it. Fun. I like those. Those are cool. Yeah, they're it I, I have a hard time kind of really figuring out what to pick though. And I wanted to pick some other things, but literally some things that you like I tried to you type can't in figure out, right? I typed in tape spray. Sure. And it, it just gave me all I could find was when tape was invented, not tapes like right. aerosol like pre tape spray. I couldn't find it. Yeah, like what what was the first adhesive spray? Yeah. That people used for taping. Chances are it was something not athletic training related because athletic trainers for the history of the profession have been like, you know what? I think this could you could like be used in the athletic training room. I think the closest I could find is when was the aerosol can invented. Yeah. So it's gotta be after that. But I bet there's like I bet somebody invented some kind of adhesive spray that somebody was using around their house to whatever, like try to glue two things together. Yeah. And then they were like, hmm, I bet we can make tape stick to people's legs more if we did this. I'm going to have you look that up. (laughs) How is a tape spray? (laughs) Okay, I'll find it. I'm sure you will. I'll find it. What else we got for the folks? Um, Nothing. Cool. You're ready for bed. Oh my gosh, it's been a long day. <laughs> Kevin enjoyed that episode. That was a good episode. I like that episode. So much um, that he's... Oh, I'm just yeah, burning the candle, guys. Burning the candle. Four Candles. Uh, CandidAthleticTraining.com is our website. Go get yourself a membership. Um, sign up. Sign up for any which one of them. You know, get those discount codes. Get the access to um, fifty free, cents a week. Yeah, some some possibility of free CEUs from Human Kinetics. We got more CEUs uh, coming around the corner. Getting lots of discounts off of. I mean, Christ's sake. 
professional liability insurance. Anybody, everybody and anybody needs it. Thank you, FI Trainer Insurance Plus. Yes, and so we just really, really need to save money on it. And thank you guys. And not to mention, you know, EMRs, they suck. Unless you Unless it's Healthy Roster. Healthy Roster. Uh, contact, contact the folks over at HealthyRoster.com to basically solve every one of your EMR needs. And they're, they're pretty awesome to work with. So uh, thanks for listening, everybody. CandidAthleticTraining.com, CandidAthleticTraining at gmail.com, Candid underscore ATC. That's how you contact us. Send us your ideas, you know, all of it. Love you all. Have a great night. Bye. Bye.